0: You are listening to the Not Your Average Autism Mom podcast, the number one podcast for moms just like you, raising an autistic child. How are moms like us who didn't plan for this unique parenting journey embracing life just as it is right now, instead of staying stuck in wishing, hoping, and dreaming it was different? That is the question, and this podcast, along with our Let's Talk Autism newsletter and our private sisterhood, will give you the answers. My name is Shannon Urquiola, and I have been traveling this journey for over two decades. I have been where you are. All right, stay with me, and let's get on to this week's episode. Episode 34, Sharing Your Child's Autism Diagnosis. Well, hey there, my friends. I am so glad to be back here with you today, and thank you for joining me. So in last week's episode, I talked about sharing an autism diagnosis with your child themselves. So this week, I thought it was only fitting to go right into sharing the diagnosis with other people, right? your life their life as a mom whose child is newly diagnosed one thing that can be really challenging is telling not only your family but other people who you share your life with about your child's autism diagnosis this is actually one of the biggest questions that new moms have after getting their child's diagnosis who should know and why so today i'm going to talk about why And when and how you might want to share the diagnosis. Now, autism is something that more and more people are aware of, but there is still a lot of misleading information out there. Your family and friends may not know what it means, or they might have a picture in their head of what autism looks like that autism stereotype of rain man or the little boy in the corner who doesn't speak, has no eye contact, and your child might be completely opposite of that. Now, for some of you, this might not even be a consideration because your child's autism might be very obvious and visible, but for many of you, it might not be so visible and it wouldn't be obvious. Many children diagnosed with autism often fly under the radar, and while this can sometimes have benefits to it, that is not always the case. You know, in an ideal world, sharing the diagnosis should be a good thing and ultimately benefit your child and those who spend time with them. Having your teachers, their teachers, and family members, and people at church, and others who interact with your child regularly understand why they might display certain behaviors like covering their ears or hiding under the table, or you know maybe they're just a little quirky. And those people knowing, it can be very helpful, but in some cases, you might, you yourself, might just be so uncomfortable with the diagnosis that it's overwhelming and you just you just don't know what you should do. You know, so what I'm going to tell you is if that is you, stay with me because I'm going to give you a few perspectives and some suggestions that might help. Now, there are really two different scenarios that I'm going to be talking about. On one hand, I'm talking about your family, and close friends, right? Your parents, you know, dad's parents. And on the other hand, I'm going to be talking about people that will be spending time with your child, whether that be recreational or educational. So here is really what you have to ask yourself. Would it benefit your child for this person, the person you're thinking about telling, to know and understand their diagnosis? Would it be easier for that person to be with your child if they understood the diagnosis and what the specific challenges or struggles that your child has and what they might see when they're with them, right? Those are the most important questions. Now, if you've gone through the process of getting your child evaluated, it's probably because they aren't developing so, you know, tip in typical ways. Or if he or she is older, maybe they were struggling socially, or their differences, you know, maybe became more noticeable as they got as they had gotten older. But here's the thing: those problems may not be visible to everyone. If you're the parent of a child with what they consider high-functioning autism, you may be able to get away with describing your child's challenges without using an actual autism diagnosis. You may feel more comfortable describing their differences without actually confiding in them of the autism diagnosis. That is certainly an individual decision, and that is okay. For some of you, an autism diagnosis might be a source of pride, and for others, it might be a private matter. However, I do believe that for your child's benefit, it's important that the people in your child's life who need the information have it. You will likely need the people that you are close to to help you. So getting them on board and getting them on your team, I believe is important. Now, for me personally, once we got the official diagnosis, it explained so much of what I had been confused about for so long that I swear to you, I'm pretty sure that I shouted it from the rooftops and to anyone and everyone that would listen. And I know I definitely called everyone who was anyone in our life to tell them about it. I am honestly still that way today. You know, Jordan is a big guy and he's loud. So when we're out and about in public, it is very hard for others not to notice that he's different. And mama, let me tell you, when I see anyone staring or looking at us with an annoyed look, I am definitely that mom that will say, oh, obviously your life hasn't been impacted by autism. This is my son, Jordan. He's 24 and he has autism. Do you have any questions? Is there anything you'd like to know? I'm happy to give you more information if you'd like. Yep. That's me. I am that mom. (laughs) So I guess for me, while that day actually hearing the words that he had an autism diagnosis was life-changing for sure, what it did was it gave me such a sense of relief. And it was at that moment in time that I was on a mission to do whatever I needed to do to help him be as successful in life as he could be. I needed to learn everything that I could learn. And that's what I did. It literally changed the entire trajectory of my life. Now, don't get me wrong, I made a ton of mistakes along the way. And looking back, there are so many things that I wish I would have done different, and I wish I would have done earlier than I did, which is why Not Your Average Autism Mom was founded. But I am just a firm believer that when we share autism awareness, it becomes an easier journey for all of us who live with someone diagnosed with autism every day. Now, Unlike me, you might not feel like everyone in the world needs to know that your child has autism, and that's okay. That's up to you. It is certainly you know, not relevant to everyone you meet. Maybe you don't need to share it with people you work with or that you bowl with on Thursday nights because they won't ever be interacting and spending time with your child. I get that. But here's the thing. For anyone who is going to be spending time around or with your child, it is likely to be helpful. Now, you might find it important in certain settings to explain your child's particular symptoms because many people have a thought about what autism is and your child might not fit their picture of what autism is. They don't understand that autism is a spectrum. And they're all individual, and they all have their own unique abilities and challenges. You might find it beneficial to highlight what they may experience with your child in that particular setting. Now, whether that's buddy ball or t-ball or gymnastics or on a soccer team, every one of us has different experiences in different settings. Many of our kiddos need supports and coping strategies in certain situations. So it would be helpful if in your absence, if one of those people who are spending time with them know what those are and they expect them or know what to do if they happen. Now, like I talked about earlier, there will be people in the world who do understand autism. But trust me when I tell you, there are still plenty of people who just don't. If you've been listening to me for any amount of time, I know that you've already heard me say this, but it's important for us to remember that if someone's life hasn't been impacted by autism yet, they truly don't understand. And we have no right to expect them to. Imagine if your life had never been impacted by autism, no one in your family had the diagnosis, you certainly wouldn't be out learning about autism. And I say that because It's like with anything else. If we aren't impacted, number one, or interested, number two, it's just not something that is even on our radar, right? So this isn't always an easy conversation. And here is what you need to know, especially when it comes to family members. It is not uncommon for them to tell you that you are overreacting or that it's a mistake. Remember, they don't understand it yet. So be prepared for the possibility of that reaction. The conversation might be difficult and even emotional. Sometimes it might be a relief because there will be an explanation of those things that they have been witnessing or seeing as challenging. Now, here's another thing. They might also feel sad or overwhelmed. Remember, They aren't only worried about your child, but probably about you too. What I want you to do is I don't want you to let their reaction, no matter what it is, impact how you feel. Their reaction is their own and it is because of their thoughts. You know, this is what I work on with our moms inside our membership through coaching. Your family members' reactions are just their reactions. And unless you have a thought about those reactions, they can't make you feel any certain way. This is not your issue. They have the right to their own thoughts and feelings, and that's okay. They might just need time to process it. And if you think that people in your life are making you feel hurt or isolated or they're hurting your feelings, what I can tell you is that you really should be joining us inside our private membership so I can coach you on why that is actually not possible. Because no one can make you feel any way. How you feel is completely up to you. (laughs) So Let them express their feelings and tell them that you are on the right track to work with a team of providers to do what is best for your child. And what you need from them is for them to be supportive, right? So now let's talk about what to say in this conversation. The first thing I'm going to tell you is this conversation really need you need to hit on the basics. And at the top of the basics is that it's no one's fault. And this is really important because a lot of you take the blame for your child's autism diagnosis. This is not your fault. This is not dad's fault. This is no one's fault that your child has an autism diagnosis. The actual cause of autism is unknown. What we do know is that it's a neurodevelopmental disability. There is not a cure. It is a lifelong uh, diagnosis, but there are things that we can do to help ease their symptoms and make it easier for them to navigate in everyday life. It's important that you explain that autism is a spectrum, and every autistic person, just like every snowflake, is different in terms of severity and symptoms. For instance, there are some autistic individuals who are nonverbal. Some of them will need lifelong support. But others, others will go on to college and careers and be able to live independently. The problem that we have is that we don't know the path. So depending on when you get the diagnosis and when you're sharing this, if your child is five or nine or 12 or 14, you don't have a roadmap, mama. You don't have a roadmap. It is day to day. You can't tell them where he's going to be as an adult. But here's the thing. You can't tell them if you had a typical child where they're going to be as an adult. Think about that. So just know that that's okay. Now, one of the easiest ways to explain it, where I think will be the easiest for them to understand, is to focus on behaviors or things that they may have recognized as a way to open up the conversation and explain what autism is and why your child was diagnosed. You might say, You know how he doesn't ever seem to like to play with his cousins? That isn't because he's shy. Social deficits are part of his autism. Or you know how he doesn't like it when everyone sings happy birthday? That is because he struggles with sensory regulation and overstimulation. That's part of his autism too. Explain that behaviors with autism are usually in two different areas. The first one is social skills difficulties, as in he or she might struggle with appropriate back and forth conversation, or they might have trouble with speech, or recognizing facial expressions, or body language. Use your child's specific symptoms when explaining it. The next is repetitive behaviors or interests. Some examples of this would be like, for us, Jordan has an intense interest in rockets or Minecraft. And that might be all he wants to talk about. Or another example might be how we keep a daily schedule so he knows what to expect ahead of time because the unexpected can cause us issues because of his um, need to know. And Lastly, and I believe that it's really important to leave them with this, tell them that the diagnosis is not a bad thing. In fact, a diagnosis is quite the opposite. It will be helpful for us to be able to find the right therapies and services to get him or her the help that they need along the way. All right, mamas, I hope today's topic has been helpful and that you have learned something that you will be able to use in your journey. And please, if you've been listening to us and you're enjoying the podcast, take a minute and write us a review. We certainly would appreciate it. That's how we reach more moms just like you. You can post the podcast episode and tag us in it on social media. We'd love to connect with you there. You can find us everywhere at Not Your Average Autism Mom. And if I'm being honest, you really should check out our private membership. It's a great place to be with an amazing group of women who, just like you, are all raising a child with autism. And the coaching program and live coaching we offer inside is making worlds of differences for our members every single week. And I would love to work with you too. So that's it for today and until next week, keep being awesome and I will meet you back here next week, same time, same place. And remember, you are doing amazing at this mom thing. Thanks. You guys have a great week. Hey, so if you are loving what you are learning on the podcast, you really should check out our private membership. Our Not Your Average Autism Mom community is where we dive deeper into all of the topics we discuss on the podcast and where you can get individual help and learn coaching tools that will make your life better every day when you learn to manage your mind. You will have access to all of our training and resources that you will need along your autism parenting journey, and you will develop relationships with other moms just like you, all raising a child with autism. It is my absolute favorite place to be. So head on over to the website at www.notyouraverageautismmom.com to get all the details. And please, if we're not open right now for new members, we only open a couple times a year. Be sure to join the wait list so that you'll be the first to know when we're going to open. I hope you do. I would love to work with you inside.